Hello, and welcome to the Faithful Like Children podcast, a podcast for Catholic teens by Catholic teens. Come chat with us about faith, community, life, and so much more. We're so glad you're here. God bless and enjoy the show. Father, and of Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Loving God, you know how difficult it is sometimes for us to stand up for what is right. Help us that we can accomplish your will, your perfect will, so that it could be done here on earth as it is in heaven. We pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, guys, another episode. It's another day. And just a few housekeeping things before we get this all situated. First off, I just want to thank you guys for your prayers. My confirmation was spotless. It was amazing. So yeah, thank you so much for your prayers. They were really greatly appreciated. Um, and secondly, you might realize that The music that we normally have for our intro and outro of the podcast, it's different because we recently found out that the same music that we were using was in a Jeep commercial. (laughs) So basically, we had to change it because we don't want us, a small Catholic podcast, to be sued by one of the largest car industries in America. So we are in the process of trying to create new music. Lucas is trying to figure that out. But in the meantime, this will have to do. Alrighty, so what I want to tackle today, I want to start a new series called Little Life Lessons. And the idea came up when I was looking back at freshman year of high school for me. Not gonna lie, it was rough, as I'm pretty sure, you know, the 2019 to 2020 school year was for anyone. But especially, it was especially difficult because outside of academics, I was not doing too well, but one of my teachers was really, really sweet, and that was my algebra teacher, and she had these little things called little life instructions or little life lessons, and she would always say something kind of like, you know, be nice to one another, you know, make a good first impression because that first seven seconds of a first impression is what is going to stick with people for the rest of their lives. Make sure that you give three different compliments to people every single day, you know, stuff like that so that we can be 
not only better students and better people, but can also just be better people towards one another. And I thought that was amazing. And so I kind of wanted to introduce that into this podcast because I think that there's so many different little things that we could make an entire episode on, but they're just too small to like guarantee like an hours long episode. So let's get crack a lacking on the first little life lesson. So a while back, I was trying to figure out what to do and I felt like what to exactly say in this episode because it's kind of difficult because <laughs> there's so many different lessons, you know, in the Bible and scripture just there's so many lessons to be you know taught and to learn from and I was as I was looking through it I literally just randomly selected the gospel of Mark chapter 10 verses 46 through 52 and I thought that's perfect I know exactly what to do with this. Perfect. Done. We are good to go. So I just want to read the passage to you just in case if you haven't heard it before. So, and for those of you that are Bible scholars, congratulations. You would know that this is where Jesus heals Bartimaeus, who was blind. For those of you that didn't know that, now you do. So I'm going to read it to you, and I just want you to think about it for a moment. Then they reached Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby. He began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, many of the people yelled at him. But he only shouted louder, son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, tell him to come here. So they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Come on, he is calling you. Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked. My rabbi, the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, Go for your faith has healed you. Instantly, the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road. Now, when we talk about such an incredible story like this, 
we kind of have to break it into certain parts. And so for the next few episodes of Little Life Lessons, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be diving into each of the characters, kind of in the story, if you will. I would say people of, I don't really know why I said that. They're real people, but we're just going to go with it. So, yeah, there have been times in our lives where I know we were like the apostles and we told him, you know, come, he's calling you, and we bring people closer to Christ. I think we've all had those kind of experiences before, and also there have been times in our lives where I know that we have been blind to the goodness that we possess as children of God. And even though those are both really important things that we need to talk about, that's not necessarily our focus for today. Because today, we are focusing on the people in the crowd. The ones that told Bartimaeus to be quiet. Now you might be thinking, what am what does this have to do with anything? And I'm not going to lie, I thought about that for a moment too. But there have been times where, just like the people in the crowd, we've teared people down. We've teared them down to the point where they don't even know who they are anymore. And when we don't know, you know, the very core of our identity as sons and daughters of the Father, we oftentimes are left to reach for things that are not going to fulfill us, to bring an attempt to bring comfort when that's not going to happen. This is why sin exists. Isn't that awful? Even though us as human beings, we are made good. We are genuinely good at our core. You know, because we are made in the image and likeness of God. But we have... And while we have the power to do amazing things in the world, we also have the power to do so much evil. And that's a little scary. And I don't know about you, but I definitely don't want to bring about more evil in the world than there already is. I don't want to be that part of God's permissive will that where he obviously doesn't intend suffering, but it happens anyways. I don't want to be 
just a person in the crowd. I don't want to be a person in the crowd. That's not good. So we'll f so as we examine, you know, kind of as we kind of examine our conscience in a way on if we are the kind of people in the crowd, the ones that tear people down. I often also like to think of the reasons why we do certain things. For those of you that might know, I'm a pretty intellectual person. If X causes Y, I want to know what X what's resulted from in X, you know? I want to know the causes of everything. I'm a very intellectual person like that. Which is why I love it when I'm able to under completely understand why something happened instead of just saying, oh, it just happened because of this and nothing else. But there has to be more behind it, you know? And the two reasons that I could come up with on why we are like the ones in the crowd is that we are too afraid to do the right thing and we actually have wounds and blindness of our own. You know, we're often too afraid to do the right thing. You might see this in a situation where someone is gossiping about someone in your class and you don't want to step in because you don't feel like it's okay to do so. You're afraid that those people are going to think less of you for doing that. That's one of the ways that we can be like the people in the crowd. And the other thing about the wounds and the blindness, this is actually the result from how the sin of pride, you know, takes root in our hearts. Oftentimes, we are wounded severely to our core, and we often turn to other things that lead to us, you know, gaining attention and thinking that we can do everything by ourselves when we obviously can't. And we are blind to it. We are blind we are oftentimes blind to our wounds. And until we get it fixed, that's not gonna happen. We're not gonna be able to become the disciples that God wants us to be. So, after hearing a bit about this, you might be thinking, well, crap. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm a person in the crowd, 
And I don't want to live that way anymore. Well, lucky for you, my friend, because I have three tips that will help you to avoid being part of the crowd. Number one is to confront, not conform. My friends, if you are seeing injustice happening, and if you feel like it needs to be addressed, if you feel the stirring in your heart that makes you say to yourself, I should probably say something, do it. It's going to change the world for one person. And even though you change the world for one person, that is one person whose world is changed because of that. I remember an example of this would be the bishop of our diocese. He went down to Columbus, Ohio to concelebrate a mass on the anniversary of Roe versus Wade. Several pro-choice protesters barged into the cathedral and completely just interrupted the mass. Then later on, our bishop said something about it. That's the kind of person who confronts and doesn't conform. And I think we need to be people like that. Now, obviously, use your sense of prudence, use your sense of good judgment, but if you feel like the Lord is calling you to step up in that situation, do it. Number two, concentrate on your words and actions. Before you say something or before you do, you do something, ask yourselves, how are my words and actions impacting those around me? Is what I'm going to say going to really make an impact in this person's life? Is what I'm doing going to change their lives for the better or for the worst? Because my friends... We are amazing human beings because we are made good, but we also, in that power of good, we also have this kind of power to also do not great things as well. Ask yourselves, are these words going to heal or are they going to hurt?
So ask yourself the next time you feel like talking about someone. Think to yourself, is what I'm saying going to help them or is it going to hurt them? And then we can and then figure it out from there what you should do. If it's going to heal them or help them, then say it. If it's only going to hurt them, keep it to yourself. Just use the old school saying, if you can't think of something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Just use that and you will be all good and ready to go. And lastly, number three, confession. Now, of course, we've probably, you've probably heard confession as a helpful tool for whenever we gave, you know, our call to action or shared our personal stories and whatnot. But I swear that confession is the place where our wounds and blindness are healed. I had this experience a few weeks ago where I found myself confessing this a sin that I've confessed way too many times before. And I thought to myself, oh, gosh, no, nothing is going to come out of this. It's just going to end in a disaster. But I would say that that confession was absolutely beautiful. Because I got a new perspective from how the Father looks at me. And through that, the sin that I was struggling with was healed a little bit. It's not going to... I know that the sin that I'm dealing with is not going to be completely healed miraculously. Like with Bartimaeus. But slowly but surely... Once I try to figure that out and try to go on this road towards healing, especially through the sacrament of confession, it will be worth it. And I just want to ask the same thing out of you guys too. Because confession is also known as the sacrament of conversion. To change from your old way of life into living a new way of life with God at the center of it all. And don't worry if and if you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't want the priest to like you know say anything. Listen, he's not going to. He he I bet that the priests that I've had for confession, they've probably heard everything. But, you know, 
obviously, but if they do remember something, they obviously can't say anything because of the seal. And we will make an episode uh, about confession in the near future, if you guys are interested in that. But the priests are just there to help you. And I find, and there's especially this one priest that I, I would probably say is my regular confessor, if you will. He's always so happy when, te when especially teenagers and younger people come into the confessional because that doesn't happen a whole lot. So I'm just inviting you guys, if you are dealing with any wounds and blindness that are keeping, they're having you be a part of the crowd instead of an actual follower of Jesus, I want to ask you to, you know, run to confession and just lay it all down at the foot of the cross because trust me, it will all be worth it. It will be. And I can say that from personal experience. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, I just thank you for anyone that is listening to this message. Anyone that is needing to hear this. especially those that feel like they have been part of the crowd for far too long. I'm asking you to just please bless them as they continue on their journey towards following you more closely and more intimately. Help us To stand up against injustice with kindness and understanding and mercy towards the other side, with words of compassion and love, so that we may be able to understand where the other side is coming from. And I'm asking that if anyone listening may be called to come to you in the sacrament of confession, allow them to know that you just want them there with you. And that you want to help them no matter what situation they're going through. We ask all these things as we do everything through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this new episode of FLC. 
be sure to follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And be sure to also follow us on Instagram, which is FLC underscore podcast, so that you can get all the latest updates for what we have going on. And until then, God bless you guys, and I will talk to you soon. All right, bye!